Hello, we would like to welcome you to Hopefield Conversations for Women, led by two of our pastor's wives here at Inglewood Baptist Church, Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. It is our prayer that you rest in the hope only Jesus offers through God's Word in our conversations today. Welcome again to uh, our foundation series, Foundations in the Home for Any Age or Any Stage of Season of Life. Um, we are really excited about today's topic, and if you've not caught our other two, uh, we did one on Foundations in the Home of Prayer, and then we did one on Faith. Uh, so just wanted to welcome you, and I'd like to start off as we often do, and just take a moment in prayer if you would join me. Father God, we love you so much, and we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your faithfulness, and we thank you that you've made a way for us to communicate with you. Lord, um, I ask that you take the, this session today and that it would glorify you, that you would lead our conversation in a way that it would communicate effectively to the listeners, um, God, and I pray um, that you would just be glorified through all of this and that you would open ears to hear and uh, remind those that um, are listening with us uh, during this time that uh, you are faithful and, and that you are the Prince of Peace and um, that we all uh, do have our struggles, but Lord, that you are faithful, that we can lean on you for that kind of peace. So thank you for always being available to us. Thank you for your provisions and thank you for your love um, that extends beyond our comprehension. So have your will and way in this conversation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Amen. So we're going to open up talking about peace with a little word study. We like to talk about the definition of peace and um, give a few examples of the scripture. Of course, y'all know us. We have a lot of scripture throughout the whole the, the whole session, so get out your pen and paper if you want to write some down, but um, the word peace, I was looking up this definition, and I wrote down a few words that really stood out to me. Um, it talks about completeness, soundness, contentment. Contentment really stood out to me. Um, it brought me back to that verse in Philippians. If y'all were with us during our Philippians study, um, we went through the whole book of Philippians, but this is found in chapter four when Paul is talking about he's faced many different situations. He has been um, brought low. He's, he's lived really well, but in every circumstance, he found contentment. Um, and that is peace. That's the peace of the Lord that he gives in any circumstance. So I love that contentment. Um, we often think of peace as tranquility and quietness. And that is, that is part of peace. But I love those deeper definitions of just completeness and soundness and contentment. Um, so that completeness in our soul, it's a, the peace from the Lord is a deep kind of peace. It's not an absence of hardship or um, an absence of fear. It's, it's that peace that's just deep within our soul that only the Lord can give. Um, so that's the difference of peace that the world offers and peace that Jesus offers. Um, and so we're going to start off by talking about the peace within. We're going to talk about peace within and then peace without, how we can 
show that peace in our life and in, in the way we live. Um, so the first thing that really stood out to me is that the Lord values peace. He wants his children to live in peace. He's called the Prince of Peace. <laughs> Jesus is called the Prince of Peace in Isaiah, in Isaiah 9, 6. Um, and then also, also in the Sermon of the Mount, Matthew 5, 9, he says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Um, so peace is important to the Lord, and that peace originates in Jesus. Um, it comes from him. It, there's no other source for this kind of peace. It's from the Lord. I love that, um, Carolyn. And it's, it really is, you're talking about explaining it. It's the unexplainable peace. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not just a calm, uh, mm -hmm. you know, that, that does calm brings us peace, but the peace that we're talking about is a deep, deep within our, our mm -hmm. soul and our spirit. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, let's see, Philippians 4, 7 is peace. Mm -hmm. that, it's the kind of peace that guards our heart. It's, you know, I love Philippians 4, 6, and 7. You know, mm -hmm. do not be anxious about anything scripture. Mm -hmm. And I love the ending. But I find that most, um, uh, when you see the scripture uh, on a mug or on a t-shirt or on a plaque, oftentimes it's the verse 7 that is left off. And I think it's the most crucial mm -hmm. promise that we uh, have from God that we need to be reminded that it's the um, he is a piece that guards our heart and it guards our mind. And it's mm -hmm. those places that we need a lot of guarding in situations. Yeah. Uh, when we read uh, that he gave us peace in John 14, 27. And I love uh, this scripture here. Peace I leave with you. Peace I give to you. And hear that again. He gave us peace. He gives us peace when we're a Christ follower. Not as the world gives do I give to you? Let not your heart be troubled, neither let them be afraid. When we become a Christ follower, he gives us this kind of peace. And one of my study notes in my Bible had said, um, the world can only express a longing or a wish of peace, but Jesus's peace is real in its present. Uh, and yeah. there's a couple of scriptures here that kind of notate on that. And Isaiah 26, 3, uh, again, and we've come to this scripture multiple times in, in several sessions. I'm noticing the common theme there. Um, and maybe maybe that's what uh, our, our um, um, this should be called, you know, fix your eyes on Jesus. <laughs> because mm -hmm. that's what we keep pointing to, fix our eyes on him. Mm -hmm. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you and then isaiah 66 12 it's a sustaining piece that continues to sustain like a river mm -hmm. and i found this quote as i was reading one of the, um one of the books i have it's by ruth joe simmons and it says what assurance we can have in knowing that we are not responsible to keep ourselves at peace through just the right combination of skill and strategy strategy it's only for us to fix our minds on his trustworthiness and then act on that perspective by trusting him. I love that. And I feel like all the foundations we've talked about so far, just point back to Jesus and his power. Um, we talked about faith last week, relying on him um, and his power. This piece, it's not something that we can um, conjure up in ourselves just by the right, as she says, the right combination of skill and strategy. This piece is deep within and it's, it's only from the Lord. And we can only have that through trusting him, through knowing his character and trusting him in every circumstance. So um, this speaks to our relationship with the Lord um, and abiding in the Lord. We can have um, 
peace when we're abiding in the Lord, but we cannot experience this peace, the peace from the Lord, if we're at war with the Lord, um, either living in sin or living out of his will, just experiencing like rebellion in our relationship with him. We, we're not going to experience that kind of peace that he gives when we abide in him. Um, so I think that's really important to consider as we're searching and desiring for peace in our home and in our life. Um, first of all, am I abiding with him? Am I, am I living in that relationship with him? Um, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah he, it's really yeah. about cultivating that relationship. We can't stress that enough. And, mm -hmm. and there's two scriptures in Proverbs three that, um, in 32 and 33 that I shared in the faith one, but uh, he's, he's intimate with the relate, uh, with the righteous and he blesses the dwelling of the righteous and it, God desires to have an intimate relationship with us. And, and as you, um, abide in the Lord and that's what that that's meaning is, is pressing in to him more. Um, you know, and he calls us friend, I mean, you know, we can see that in John 15, uh, 15 actually if you want to look that up and um so you know um carolyn i think a good question for um for all of us is if we're not experiencing that kind of peace that we're talking about what's holding us back from experiencing that mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i want to go back to talking about that kind of peace because um it's that kind of peace and i think we can all think of these moments if we have that relationship with the Lord where um, it, we have a peace when it doesn't make sense to have a peace. Um, whether it's a really hard circumstance, a death, death of a loved one, um, a health issue, just a hardship where we have that unexplainable peace. We can't, sometimes we can't even explain why we right. have that peace other than the Lord in our life. And so um, it's that peace that doesn't make sense that we have when we face those hard situations. And again, it's that peace that's not um, taking us out of the storm or removing that hardship in our life, but it's the peace that we can experience in the midst of that storm because of that relationship with Jesus. Yeah, that's good. I, when we were um, preparing for this, I came a couple uh, across a couple of quotes from um, that are anonymous. But one is, "You can have peace in the midst of storms when you know God is in control." Look, that just kind of set in. And then another quote is, um, "Peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and still." be calm in your heart and and when we've got Jesus in our heart and letting him be Lord and reign and ruler and sovereign over our lives, uh, we can have that, um, that kind of peace. You know, God can speak words uh, that overpower any storm. And I, and I love um, just thinking about that brings that smile to my face because there's power in God's words. Even, um, you know, think about, in Matthew 8, 23 and 27, when he rebukes the wind and waves and sudden calm came about, you know, when uh, the disciples' faith was being tested. And he, he just wants us to to rest in that. And we can go back and and uh, let his word from, from the Bible, go back and let his words um, speak mm -hmm. calm within our soul, you know, mm -hmm. and just rest in that. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. those, are, those are some good tips on just, um, you know, focusing and, and developing peace within. Those mm -hmm. are some simple practical things, but 
they're um, they're pregnant with so much meaning, and you just kind of dwell on that and look at the scriptures and meditate on those and let God speak, yeah, and and provide that. Yeah. So now we want to kind of transition to talk about how the peace that we experience in our life can play out in our outward life. So peace without. So um, these are just some practical ways that we can display that peace of the Lord in our daily life. And one of the ways is through communication. Um, we can display the peace that we have from the Lord in the way we talk to each other um, and to our friends, to our family members. Um, one of the things, this struck me, we had a conversation in one of our small groups during our Philippians study about um, the importance of listening. Um, when you're trying to understand a different perspective than yours or trying to work through something, just that importance of listening to a person can really display the love of Christ to them and can show that peace that you have in your life. Um, we talked, Jody, about how you can talk in a calm voice, but the recipient may receive your words in the wrong way. It may be like you're yelling at them and you're not like physically yelling at them, but the words you're saying um, or the tone or the phrases you're using um, can communicate that to them. So yeah, just being yeah, aware that's, of that. That's hard to understand for, for some people that they, they um, if they're told well, you're yelling at me, they're, they're thinking, I didn't raise my voice. And the mm -hmm. thing is, is Yelling doesn't necessarily mean, uh, in the, in this context, the the loudness or softness of your voice. It is it is the way that you're communicating. Um, I, I've spoken with a lot of a lot of women that um, when uh, when I've counseled with them and they would tell me about a situation and they they were yelling. I was like, I would ask, was was the volume up really loud when they were yelling? Well, no, but it, but the words felt very loud. Mm -hmm. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of a good way to look at it. And mm -hmm. and then another, you know, an, a, a tip or an idea is, is um, you know, sometimes our actions speak louder than our words. Uh, consider First Peter 3, 1 through 4. Now, this does speak of wives, but the principle of these verses applies to all of us, whether you're married or not. So I want you to listen through that filter Um it says, wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives or just, you know, your behavior, you know, in other mm -hmm. words, when they see the purity and reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as uh, elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold and jewelry of, the, of your clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. So, you know, just kind of rephrase that just a little bit. Your beauty should be that of your inner self mm -hmm. and, and displaying that. Yeah. And that inner peace, I see that quiet and gentle spirit. That's, that's a description of the peace of God. And um, when you were reading these, I just think of like in our workplace, you know, our friends um, and our work or coworkers in our workplace can see, they, can, they know how you react to situations. They see, um, and that quiet and gentle spirit and, and the inside stuff coming out can be a real witness to them um, without even outrightly sharing the gospel with them. Now, maybe that can lead to a gospel conversation, but 
people do watch you. People are watching you, especially if they know you're a believer. Mm -hmm. Um, they're going to see how things happen. So, um, yeah, so it does, it's not just for wives, it's for all women living in the world and being aware of that. So, um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, if you ever heard that phrase, if you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's a South Carolina thing or, or <laughs> what, but yeah. you know, that, that applies to what we're talking about, uh, peace without, you know, uh, think about Galatians 5, you know, the fruit, fruit of the spirit, you know, we, um, we're encouraged to strive to develop the fruit of the spirit and to have the mindset of that. But I also think of Psalms 119 verse 165. It says, those who love your instructions have great peace and do not stumble. And Mm -hmm. so what that is also meaning is like when, when we are taking our time to uh, invest in uh, in ourselves with with the word and understanding the word more. Uh, the more that we we have the word in our heart, the more that's going to come out in our words um, mm-hmm. instead of some of those other things that we wish that we can take back. Right, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then Proverbs fifteen one is another good, great one. It's a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Amen to that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I need to really have that one uh, in my heart there. And then (laughs) Psalms 34, 13 and 14. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. You know, I I think, ladies, the, the word right here is just a great guide of what we mean by a kind word. You know, mm-hmm. that, um, we are a great witness in, mm-hmm. in what we don't say sometimes yeah. in, in what we say. Yeah. And another way to cultivate peace in our life is to take every situation to the Lord first. Um, you know, nothing ever, I've been reminded this week, nothing is out of control. Nothing. God is in control of everything. So when it feels like stuff is out of control, we can remind ourselves with the truth that nothing is out of his control. And so um, in Psalm 46, 10, it says, be still and know that I am God rest in that, in knowing that he is in control of everything. So that's a really good way um, when things feel like they're spinning out of control (laughs) to remind ourselves with the truth of God's word that he is God. He is all powerful. Nothing is out of his control. also, going back to communication, the importance of not reacting um, or having an inflammatory response um, to a situation, especially with those closest around us, maybe in our home, we know what words can kind of cause a reaction or kind of mm-hmm. um, start a start an argument. Be careful with that. Um, be intentional on not or, or on creating a peaceful environment in your home. Being aware not to react inflammatory or cause uh, a, a situation like that. Well, because my heart desire was to not um, to tame my reaction and rather mm-hmm. act upon something mm-hmm. instead of reacting, um, that it's very common for me to mentally tell myself, pause, stop, or walk away, breathe. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever, whatever trigger word helps you to not just lash out and react 
Um, and I've practiced that over time and that really helps when I choose to use it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't always yeah. choose the, I don't you always choose my pause button. <laughs> yeah. But you it know. does take practice. That it does. Like you said, it's a practice thing. It's not a automatic thing. So yeah. No, no. it's like anything that you want to strive to be better at, it, it takes practice. And mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's not always because of our nature and our flesh. It's not always um, natural in that. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, you were talking about we. This is one thing you were talking about control a second ago mm -hmm. about the Lord has sovereign His control over all things. Mm -hmm. And the thing that we need to be reminded of is that we can't control others. You know that that's all the Lord's business, but we can control ourselves, you know, and when, uh, when we realize that so a lot of times that I've spoken to a lot of women that, um, they really strive and they want to change, um, a relation, you know, that person that they're in a relationship with or, or even their child or what have you. And, and the reality is, is that we can't change a person. We can influence a person. Mm -hmm. but we can't change a person. And, and so we start focusing on how can I influence them to make positive changes? Well, you first start with you and you start making those changes and you live it out. In other words, you stop reacting and you start acting or you, you, you start showing them that, you know what? Um, I'm going to pause and take this to the Lord in prayer right now. And let's pray. <laughs> let's see how that works out in your family. It's like, stop, pause, our family needs to pray, but I know, I know yeah. that's not practical, but <laughs> you yeah. kind of get the idea of, of, of really trying to do that. So, yeah. yeah. So as a mom of, of younger kids, um, I love to teach peace by pointing out a peacemaker. So um, just for an example, if one child has a toy and the other child takes it, <laughs> um, and then there's an argument, of course, a blow up. And then that child decides to give that toy back. I recognize that as being a peacemaker. Like you are, um, you know, you're creating peace in our home. And I think that's just a super simple way to train up children to recognize um, the value of peace in the home, um, that it's worth a sacrifice sometimes to have peace in the home. And um, that that's pleasing to the Lord, that he wants us to live in peace in our home and with each other. Um, so that's just like a simple, real, real practical way to teach peace in your home. Point out a peacemaker. No, I love that. That's, that's really good. Um, it's, we need to edify when we can, even our little ones and, mm -hmm. and teach them, you know, um, positive actions versus negative actions and the mm -hmm. reward of that. Um, you know, this is something that, um, uh, sounds a little silly, but I, I have found it to be fruitful in my life is to, to invite Jesus into your home. And a lot of times I will, I, I've done that during my prayer time. You know, we know that he never leaves us. He's always with us, but there's just something sweet within your spirit when you invite him to be a part of your home and what's going on in that day. It's like, Lord, I, I invite you into our home today. It's just like when I'm going on a trip, Lord, I invite you to get, you know, go on this trip with me. I know you're with me and I want you to go before me. And it's just being mindful of that real intimate friendship. You know, mm -hmm. like if, if you're coming to my house, I would invite you into my home. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, 
and so I just love that simplicity. Uh, again, it helps sh shape that mindset. And then, you know, there's a couple of uh, thoughts too of uh, living out Romans 12. Uh, if you want to jot down Romans 12, 17 through 18, it's about repaying no one with evil and do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Uh, I love, I love that scripture that, that we're, we're encouraged to live at peace um, with all people. Uh, and then also uh, live out Corinthians 13, 11, you know, it's about aiming for restoration, comforting one another and live in peace and the God of love and peace will be with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if he tells us to do something, we can step out in confidence, knowing that the Lord is going to work even when things are uncertain. That's another example of peace and how we can um, take the peace that we have and then live it out in our lives. And, um, you know, we all have situations where it's required a little bit of a step of faith. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but it, it goes back to faith. Like we talked about last week, knowing who the Lord is, knowing where our peace comes from and experiencing that confidence in our life that helps us to step out, trusting that the Lord is going to handle this. Um, and I just, found this example in um in the book of Esther I thought it was a beautiful example of peace if y'all have never read the book of Esther or aren't familiar with that story I encourage you to go back and read it it's in the Old Testament it's a very short book um it's an amazing amazing story about um a, a woman an amazing woman who um who the Lord used through uh, a lot of series of events, kind of crazy events, but um, through a series of events, Esther, who was a Jew Jewish woman, became um, the queen. And um, one of the king's advisors plots to kill the Jewish people. And Esther has to decide whether she is going to go approach the king, which would be very dangerous. She wasn't summoned to approach the queen, so that would have been very, or the king, so that would have been very dangerous or um, to see these Jewish people suffer. And so um, she has an uncle named Mordecai who is a, a follower of the Lord, and he encouraged her to um, recognize her position, and maybe she's been put there by God. And that's where that verse comes for such a time as this. I think a lot of, a lot of us are familiar with that. But um, Esther chose to approach the king. Um, that circumstance was really, really scary. But Esther was able to act in that way because she had that inner peace from the Lord, that peace and that confidence from the Lord. Um, she knew she was in that position for a reason and that the Lord was sovereign and she knew who was in control. And so that allowed her to act in this way and, and step out. Um, and so that was, again, she knew the confidence that wasn't in her was in, it came from the Lord. Um, and so I love, I love that example. Go back and read Esther if you haven't. You can see how how that piece really flowed throughout her whole her whole life, becoming queen and then um, going and approaching the king. So, oh no, that's a, a powerful, beautiful, beautiful story. So yeah, I agree yeah. with you, Carolyn. If if um if someone hasn't read um, that book, they ought to do that. Um, and as we wrap this up, I was thinking of Isaiah 32, 17. It says, the result of righteousness will be peace. The effect of righteousness will be quiet confidence forever. If that doesn't just sum up everything that we're talking about right there, I don't know what, what will. But there's a couple of challenges. Um, Carolyn, you want to share yeah. that with 
possibilities? Yeah, so one of the challenges for this week and for us um, as we were studying this is what is holding you back from experiencing his peace? If you're not having um, his peace in your life, what's holding you back? Um, and the first place we really need to look at is do you have a relationship with him? Um, that's, that's the basis for all these things, these blessings from the Lord, the peace of the Lord, that comes only through a relationship with Jesus. So that's the first place. And then really um, asking the Lord to reveal those things that are, are causing you not to have peace, the peace that's from him. Um, go to him in prayer. I, I, I love that. He's our father and he, he wants us to come to him as we would um, our fathers and, and come and ask him and pour out our hearts to him. and um, he's listening and he may be different than your earthly father. Um, I don't want to assume that everyone has a, a wonderful father, but you know, our heavenly father is, is perfect. He's unlike any earthly father. Um, he, he wants, he loves us. He wants us to know him and he, um, he cares for us deeply. And so we can be real with him. He already knows the situation. He already knows our hearts. So if we're really struggling with Pete, not having peace in our life, go to him, ask him to reveal what's going on in your life and, and give you that peace. Um, remind him of, or remind you of who he is in your life, that he's sovereign over all and that nothing's out of his control. Yeah, I think those are, those are good challenges, uh, Carolyn. And, and also just kind of evaluate in your home, uh, you know, where, where is there lacking peace at? Mm -hmm. Is it during dinner time? Is it in the mornings when you're trying to get the kids up and going somewhere? Is it on Sunday mornings if you're, I don't know, you, some may be attending church uh, live and um, you know, those, that's a common time to, um, a peace eludes us sometimes when we're trying to get family together or uh, even if you're just trying to get dressed and all of a sudden you don't feel good in what you're wearing today. It's those crazy things yep. that causes peace to escape us and we get all wrapped up in that. So, mm -hmm. you know, the challenge out here too is, is just to be mindful and uh, if, you're, if you're struggling, go, you know, ask yourself, wait a minute, I don't, do I have peace right now? I don't think I have peace and just pause and go before the Lord is pushing that pause button again. I'm, I love that phrase because it's worked so much for me uh, throughout mm -hmm. my walk of just get, literally telling myself stop or to pause and uh, mm -hmm. go before the Lord. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So um, we hope that you ladies have gotten some good nuggets from uh, from this or just some good reminders that, that you knew and maybe just forgot and you can refresh. So we'll just wrap up in prayer. So Father mm -hmm. God, we love you. We thank you that you are our Prince of Peace, that you bring calm in any situation when we call upon you uh, in, faith, in faith and trusting that you are able to bring peace that surpasses our understanding. Lord, I know that you've blessed me in that many times throughout my life. And, and Lord, without that kind of peace, oh, I would just remain a hot mess. So thank you, God. Uh, that you lavish your love upon us, that, that you, um, through Jesus Christ, has given us peace, not as the world has given, but, but only as a, heavenly love, a loving Heavenly Father can. So, Lord, I pray for the, the ladies that are uh, listening or watching this, uh, Lord, that you would um, challenge them to seek more peace from you than anything or anyone else. And Lord, that they would um, have confidence 
a sweet, sweet confidence within and so that they can live it without. And we love you for this. May you be glorified in our walk. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Until next time, we will chat with you later.